Zach Dean uh, actually yelled at me like right before the show. He screamed at me. What, uh, about what? Well, first of all, aren't you guys friends? Oh, yeah. We're best mean, friends. Not that that well, means anything in this community or, or hobby, but uh, <laughs> why? why uh, what did you do? So we we're having uh, some. Uh, go ahead, Dean. Tell him what happened. Yeah, we were having technical difficulties on my end. Like my, my he could hear me, but I couldn't hear him. And then when I could hear him, there was like a weird echo. And he sounded end. like Daft Punk on my end. Which okay. is awesome. I want to do every show that way. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna like give an official ruling. Dean, fix your shit, dude. <laughs> okay, well like, I uh like why would you yell at him? It's not his fault that you're you, Well, yeah. hold on, I haven't gotten there yet. So I turned my stuff off and I'm in the middle of unplugging everything, undoing all my cords and redoing everything. And he's in my inbox blowing it up. Have you done this? Have you done that? All of which I'm currently doing. So I was like, hey, man, like, chill out. Like, I got it. I'm going to fix it. So I get back on. I can hear. Like, everything's fine. And then he's whispering into the mic. And I was like, dude, stop whispering. He's like, what? I can't whisper? I was like, not when we're having audio problems, dude. Like, In my defense, in my defense, <laughs> I called him three times to figure this out because we are running up against the start of the show. He did not answer any of those calls. And anytime I try to do mic checks and we're in person, he's the first guy that goes, mic check. <laughs> Every time. Oh, my so God. I thought it would be nice to return the favor. No, what Mike... is your ruling, King Zachary? You know, now that I heard the entire story, I used to do uh, streams with someone back in the day. And most of the time when I do stuff, I, I'm running all of the, uh, the technical side, running all the, yes, you know. Yeah. And at the time we were doing this, they didn't have sh- stream. What is it? Stream yard? Stream yard yeah. wasn't a thing. In order for you to do like a, a stream like this, you'd have to use Skype, and then you'd have to like like yeah, pick an like NDI. Yeah, 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 it was like OBS. It was very uh, very prehistoric, and they didn't know what they were doing, so I had to do all of it. And I would sit there, and we would run late, and they would sit, and they would just toke on like some CBD oil, and just hey, are you you almost got it? You almost got it. I'm like, dude, what, do you think I'm just sitting here doing nothing? Like it's, I got, I'm, I'm trying. So I understand Dean was probably trying his hardest, but uh, ultimately Dean should have been more prepared. Thank you, thank you. Um, the that's first a, official right, well, case first of show, the guys, I quit. figure court. As, uh... <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. You brought in these doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockman, the artillery power. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Zachary, home Welcome. University of Oregon. Welcome to <laughs> the NFL. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. 
Dean, we want to thank our sponsor, Wano Scrapyard, for sponsoring us on tonight's show. Big shout out to uh, Sean Fear. He keeps the show running, keeps uh, keeps everything going, and uh, we could not do without him. Let's get it off with your favorite segment, though, Dean. Yeah, we're going to be talking about new, new this, this week. week. Nailed it. That was the best one. That wasn't that. That actually wasn't that bad. I thought I was doing it alone. That's why I just kept going. I know you really went for it. You didn't give me any time to prepare, so I'm I just kind of. Well, last week we said I was just gonna start doing it, but it's fine. That was good. Um, all right, what'd you get new this week? So finally, after over a month of waiting, I got my Yamato 160 VF1J with uh, Super Strike parts. Nice. Um, super crispy. Not as nice as the Chigokin, uh, not as big as the Chigokin, but it's pretty sweet. Uh, super happy to get that. Uh, and then I also picked up a uh, McFarland Doom guy, uh, Doom Slayer. Nice. This thing is so freaking cool, just like on the shelf. Like the articulation is ass, but it's <laughs> such a cool figure, man. Like Todd, Todd doesn't. Uh, Todd's a brilliant businessman. He just he doesn't know what articulation is. He can no. they can never get it right. Yeah, even when he does it, it's usually wrong. Um. But damn it, this thing is so cool. Um, the paint uh, is really well done. I mean, his figures usually are so well done. It's hard to like really nitpick like one thing. Like, oh, well, the articulation is not great. But it's like everything else is so superior that it's like I could kind of look past it. Um, yeah. Well, when you compare it to Marvel Legends, that's like three dollars cheaper. It's just, right. It you can't compare them. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of super tempted to, to to join the Kickstarter. Um, oh, you haven't yet? No, I probably will. Although Steven from Steven's Collectible said he's getting like three sets in, so I don't know yeah. if I should just wait and buy one of his, but. I can imagine they're going to go for quite, you know, they're going to go yeah. for a pretty, pretty penny once it, uh once it actually releases right yeah so uh i want to say that's all i got this week uh what about you guys go ahead zach um uh i got a few figures in one thing i actually got in that i'm kind of excited about is this uh this head Mm -hmm. which is uh it's probably where there's nothing worse than walking like like it's like i, I live uh in a condominium building and it's like walking into an elevator and you have like a body in one hand and like a head in another hand and, <laughs> yeah, i'm like 30 years old like what, what is that idiot doing but this yeah. is a scarlet witch head but it's got red eyes hey. oh nice nice so let's see if i can catch that yeah. in focus look at that yeah i was actually it's looking good. to get one of those on ebay but they were sold out Oh okay. Yeah. But um it's actually not bad considering it's obviously a knockoff. Yeah. I just don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Should we paint it the Joker version? <laughs> Speaking of that, man. Yeah, we have a giveaway that we're doing this episode. Yeah. Like like this uh, you know, I, I understand. You know, I'm not like the I'm not like the greatest painter ever. I understand that. I don't claim to be. I mean I, I honestly I probably do claim to be, but like that's not bad. It's actually pretty decent for your first attempt, and painting white is a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, and, and it Pablo Picasso started somewhere, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, come on, it's better than what you're making. I mean, you're, you're, you seem to say it's not bad for the first time. I mean, that's actually really, really good for the first time, I think. Yeah, I think it's good. I like it. You used acrylics yeah. and you bought an airbrush for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I made the video and I always do this. It's like I, I made like a four minute video. That video cost me like $500. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's like I, I was doing something. I, was, I, I made the video where I turned the shipper box into an RC car. Yeah. And, uh, like right before the quarantine stuff, I, I went out and I bought a, um, a radar gun because I was going to do a video like trying to break the record. And yeah. it's like the radar gun was $250. It's like, man, I need to figure out a better way of, of making these videos because they're, it, it just costs too much money. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it painted with acrylic and um, that's pretty much it. Well, well, so, um, welcome to the joy of hobbing. It's good stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't that joyful. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've been there, but trust me, you have an airbrush, you have acrylics, you're on your way. Uh, sooner or later, you'll be the next silent surfer, and uh, everyone's gonna be hitting you up for those commissions. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like I said, whenever I, I fix the ship and all that, like you know, right now commissions are closed, especially with the coronavirus. I can't go out get supplies, and yeah. um, you know, I don't have that many followers on my Patreon, my Patreon, and I, I gotta have a real job. You know, this is just a hobby of mine, so. I don't have the time to take on everyone's commissions. Yeah, I totally get it. So uh, this week for me, I picked up uh, two figures and uh, one little car. So uh, this is a 143rd scale uh, Formula One Red Bull. It's uh, Matt Verstappen's car. Uh, kind of been getting into Formula One lately. And um, I mean, it's like 10 bucks, so I can't really complain. Details are really good. The decals are really good. And uh, I do like it. Uh, I also picked up the NECA Godzilla uh, from the King of the Monsters movie. Uh, I'd been looking at it for a while. Uh, the only stores that I could find had the Blue Glow version, which is like I think an exclusive and it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, so I went with the regular one. I found it at Target. And then uh, yesterday, or Sunday rather, uh, Zach Spencer, there's lots of Zachs in the show, uh, he had picked up a... Uh, terminator one please shoot out terminator hot toys and that's kind of uh a figure that's been a grail of mine for a while um he had bought it at a pawn store and the store said that it was complete that it was in perfect condition and uh basically that um you know it was like good to go and because the way that pawn stores are right now, they can only have like five or six people in the shop at a time because of the coronavirus. They were kind of rushing him to make his purchase. And so we had lined up a deal. And by the time he got home and really fully inspected everything, it was missing some pieces, uh, namely the base, which is kind of a big deal. And then also um, the uh, the long slide pistol. The Someone had like really half-assed glued the uh, the laser sight on. And the jacket was in awful condition, but uh, I'm a man of my word. I picked up the figure, and uh, essentially we traded some things, and uh, I I really like it. It's it's not um, not the best condition for that figure to be in, but I think I can kind of like wrap my head around it because it is the police shootout slash final battle version, and I assume that jacket was getting pretty messed up in that scene, so. Uh, really good pickup. Really happy to have it. And uh, like I said, it's been a grail of mine for a while. So I'm glad to um, to finally add that back to the collection. Um, what yeah. uh, what did it end up kind of costing you? So uh, Zach picked it up from the pawn store for 200 bucks, which is a really good price. 
um, even missing the base, it's a really good price. And then I had traded Zach uh, two graded comics that I had. And the oh, graded yeah. comics that I got, you know, I got them when they first came out. And so they've appreciated since then. And so pretty much it was like an even trade for, um, you know, about that $200. Yeah. So, um, Zach was, I mean, Zach, he goes to a lot of like garage sales, goes to a lot of uh, pawn stores. And Dean, you've gone with him on a few of these runs. And he does a lot of flipping to kind of like make some extra income, especially right now with things being the way they are and his hours are getting cut. So um, he was kind of freaking out because if I didn't want it and he couldn't sell it in that condition, missing the base with He's the pistol damage and whatever, on it. yeah, he would have been out of quite a bit of money. So uh, hopefully he's able to flip those comics and, uh, you know, make a little bit of money. And I got a figure that I've always wanted. Uh, I did own this figure about three years ago and uh, my kid got really sick and I had to sell it and my Iron Man Mark 46 to pay for some uh, hospital bills. So uh, it's it's good to have it back. It's yeah. definitely good well, to have it back. That's good that it's come full circle. That's an uh, inspiring story because everyone, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are in trouble right now having to sell stuff. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully people that sell stuff during this time, they're able to get it back at a later date. Yeah. Um, but Terminator 1, one of my favorite movies. Uh, what were you saying, Zach? Now that you said that, I, I was kicking around the idea not too long ago. I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to set up a figure pawn shop where – you know, you, you send me the figure, I'll give you money. And if you want to come back and buy it, you can for the same, you know, like. Almost so, like a collateral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was like, wait, I'm not a pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that, I think that's a Texas thing, man, because even whenever, before, before collecting toys and before collecting remote control stuff, <laughs> I was into uh like like old retro vintage video games and texas is their flea markets and pawn shops are just their next level you can't find stuff like definitely in louisiana i can imagine anywhere else we would go out to uh like dallas and houston and hit up all the um uh to like the traders flea market and stuff and there was tons of crap because like, like I, I can't imagine anyone down here going pawn a hot toy figure it happens quite a bit. I know, Dean, you go on the, some of those runs, and you guys normally run into Hot Toys pretty often, right? Yeah, we find them. In fact, my Princess Leia was from a a, a pawn shop. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then, yeah, we have a lot of... I, I can think of, like, three different stores here in town that are just vintage gaming. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I... Over the, the like game exchange is I think popular. Game exchange is a popular franchise around there, and um, I, I, you're in San Antonio. So I, 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 we I, we would go to Dallas and then go down to Houston when we did the video game stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's. Yeah, it's um, when I first started collecting. Um, my mom would buy me Ninja Turtles and old vintage Star Wars stuff because when I was growing up, the the re-releases weren't out yet and we would go to flea markets and i mean that's how most i still have a lot of those old like kenner figures and it was all from flea markets and and shit and so you're 100 yeah. percent right i mean there's flea markets all over san antonio just like bussies um the ones that are like way south of town and then now there's like four new ones that I haven't even been to. Rona Central. 
Uh, Dean, real quick, Corrosive Gaming says your Doom guy figure looks amazing, and he also says he makes a 13-inch Space Marine figure if you guys want one to review. Is that what Doom guy is, a Space Marine? Or is Space Space Marine, like, from Warhammer? Let me know, because I'd love to see a 13-inch. I want to say that's War... That sounds Warhammer. It is. Yeah, Warhammer is a Space Marine thing. Uh, We also have Stephen Krett, Danny Lee, uh, Quinn, Sean... Uh, Eric and Mario watching right now. We have a few other watching as well. Um, let's get into some show news. So uh, yeah. this one broke uh, pretty much right before uh, we went on air, but Hot to- or uh, Sideshow rather increased the price of their life-size child figure by twenty-five dollars. Uh, they say as one of the first people in the galaxy to purchase the child life-size figure from Sideshow. We're giving you a heads up that starting today, the price of the child will be increasing on all future orders, but you will not be impacted by this update. So um, I guess right off the back, uh, first off, I think it's good, obviously, that they preserved the price point for people that already pre-ordered. Um, a lot of people wanted to wait and see what Hot Toys was going to do and wait to see final product pictures. And for those people to be charged, uh, essentially a $25 tax is uh, kind of interesting. Um Real quick, uh, Corrosive Gaming says Space Marines from Warhammer. Yeah, if you want to send us one, I'd love to review it. I love Warhammer. Uh, Dean, Zach, what are your thoughts on this price increase? Uh, Zach, I'll let you go first. Um, well, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, I mean, right, right off, like right out the gate, the the way it's worded is just it's like it's like trying to like like it says your original price of three fifty or equivalent to best course. It's like Okay, you know, and this is my opinion. It's like, okay, like stop, stop, like trying to take focus outside of what the post is about. You know, it's like fifteen different joke references in here. Yeah, it was a little too cute of a message. Yeah, my- yeah. But aside from that, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I literally can't say anything because, uh, yeah, I just can't say anything. I'm, I'm. I'm in legal. I'm in a legal issue with Sideshow right now, <laughs> okay. uh, and and my attorney advised me not to even bring up their name. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, this seems. I mean, I don't even. I don't even know where to start. It's not good. It's just. It's not good. Yeah. After Hot Toys announced theirs, not only is Hot Toys cheaper, it's an actual figure. So I don't. Most people I know that order this canceled their orders when hot toys was announced so this just seems like they're like in like damage control like holy shit we had all these orders canceled let's make up the cost on future ones but it's like it's too late you were already at too high a price that's a that's a good point to be made I, i i mean from a strictly from a manufacturing standpoint not speaking specifically about this subject or anyone involved in this subject yeah the, the way manufacturing works is when you when, when things are ordered in, in larger quantities typically it's cheaper and yeah i mean it's a good point dean made you know whereas it, it could be kind of the recoup but I, I i don't know i mean that's normally not how people go about it it, it, it would make more sense for a company to um you know either like your product when you rush your product out and some like hidden costs come so in order to recoup it you just come in and try and up the um up the price but it, yeah i've i've done small batch runs of things and uh you know 
essentially sometimes you do run into those things, but at the same time, this is not their first statue. This is not their first time putting, you know, clothing on a figure. This is not like, you know, they have a lot of experience doing a lot of, you know, one six, one to one scale, one fourth life size statues. Um, $25 seems like such an insignificant amount that, you know, I can't like, it's just bad press. Like at a time where this company really needs some good press, um, and just how cutesy the message seemed, uh, I don't know. It just really rubbed me the wrong way. I think Zachy made a good point. It's just too many jokes about, uh, you know, best car references and bounty hunting. And, you know, just be straight up. Like, if you ran into some production issues, like, just let the people know. But to hide it behind this veil of, oh, this figure broke the internet. So many people bought this. But, oh, also, we're going to start charging more money going forward. Uh, I just think it's a little... It's a little awkward. Yeah, that doesn't um, make any sense. Yeah the, yeah, the concept doesn't. The concept of that doesn't make much sense at all. Yeah, Corrosive Gaming says, "Are you on Facebook so I can send you a picture of them so you can see?" Yeah, hit me up on Facebook. It's uh, Zachary Z A C H R Y uh, Guevara G U E V A R A. Send me a picture. Um, Quinn says, "I think that there's meetings between Hot Toys and Sideshow and like under the table agreements to stay around the same price." And, uh, oh, man, that BBS Batmobile by Juiced, Yost is a work of art. We're actually interviewing Yost on Thursday. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be a live interview, uh, but that should hit the feed sometime soon. And I think Kevin Gossett says, I just boosted your Dallas numbers by joining. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Uh, my boy, Kevin. I haven't heard from Kevin in a while. Kevin Kevin heads out like my uh, – I, 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 my, my, I, my, one of my biggest markets is Dallas. Huge, huge listening numbers from Dallas, and uh, all thanks to Kevin. Nice, yeah, what a guy. I mean, what yeah, a no. guy. good job, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin's boys with Adam Savage too. So if you if you ever need a mythbuster, oh my god, really, dude, Adam Savage is he's um, like my hero. No lie, if there's any one person that's like the white whale to interview, it's Adam Savage or Jobby the Hawk. I would uh, content with ooh, Jobby would be cool. With Adam, you can tell he's just genuine because of the excitement that he he, he like just portrays on, on. I wouldn't even say portrays; it's probably genuine, but like the excitement in his videos and, and stuff. He's doing a he's doing a live build series of the Eagle Moss Ecto One, which is the A scale one. Yeah, he did the uh, engine bay build I think last week on his one day build. Yeah, 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 and it's just you can tell that he he's obsessive compulsive over just so many things and it's it's amazing to watch because it's like god that's uh, that's incredible that someone can be that organized and and it's but 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 he still has fun with it it's it's it, uh, it's a really good series to watch yeah my favorite one day build of his uh specifically is the one where he's building the spaceship parts uh because he is a very confident builder he obviously has multiple tools and materials at his disposal and it's not often that he makes a mistake uh, so when he does, uh, when he does make mistakes, specifically in that episode, he ruined like every part he made. He had to make like two or three times, and it broke him. And I've been there hobbying where you're like, just nothing's going right. The project is just all kinds of a mess. And uh, I think it was nice to see him be a little humbled by a project because, you know, for like I said, for someone like him who is just like a master creator. You know, it just proves, and I think in the end of the episode, he's like, you know, I'm just like like any of you guys. I have good days, I have bad days, and uh, you know, sometimes you just need to take a night of sleep and then get back to it. So, uh, Kevin, that's awesome that you know Adam. Uh, he says Kevin is the best. Uh, Adam is the best. He's exactly the same on screen as he is in person. Oh yeah, I'm sure Kevin. Kevin probably has his phone number. He texts him right now. This is what my a guy. Kevin right here. Ah, 
that's a puppy dog. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the one thing about Adam is, it, and watching all the Mythbusters, Mythbuster episodes, it was kind of frustrating because it's like those dudes are like, okay, let's do this. And then it's like, okay, we need this. And then all of a sudden, like they make something that has nothing to do with like the actual thing that they're, the, the myth they're trying to bust. But like they'll have like an apparatus that holds the thing. And the apparatus is just perfectly built. And it's like, how do you do that? You know, yeah. like how can you be so skilled in so many different, different little small things like welding or, 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 or foam work yeah. Yeah. Sewing and stuff like that. One of my yeah. favorite things about Adam Savage is he'll have a, an episode on his YouTube where he's like, Oh, I just got this tool in that I can use for all this stuff. I'm going to make a very specific carrying case just for this it's one tool. Yeah. <laughs> an entire episode just making like one yeah. very specific case is so it's He's like so I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna sort my fifty thousand files into like thirty seven case and it's like all beautiful at the end. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um back to the slides here. So we did have a in a pricing update. So uh last episode we were talking about the Takara Tomi uh, MPM ten. Yeah. Uh the Hasbro release uh we weren't sure the price but the price has been updated to 150 US dollars. So uh, I think that's pretty reasonable for a target release. I, I know they carry $100 Black Series helmets and uh, other collectibles. So uh, that is not too bad, and that's releasing September 1st, 2020. Uh, going forward here, we also have this really swaggy item here, Dean. The, probably the best pre-order that dropped this week. Uh, uh, Public has announced uh, non-medical grade, but they are dual-filter masks, and they're available in all of our designs on Public. So there's a sample of the auxiliary and the Sweet Angel uh, hey. logos and... Uh, yeah, I gotta say they they look pretty good. They are back ordered though, so um, definitely gonna have to uh, get on the on that, on that wait list. Yeah. How did you like your shirt, Zach? That you got from uh, T Public? Um the, uh, the 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 cloth. I, I bought the probably. I think I got like the crappiest one. Uh, but the 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 logo. I think I don't. I've never used T Public, but the logo seemed a little smaller than what than what I would have thought would have looked better or at least more accurate to its counterpart. But yeah. I know that on some of those, on some of those softwares, the, the, the area that you can use is very, very small. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I'm not gonna, do you have one? My, my fucking order. I bought it the same day you bought yours and it's still not. All right. So we're going to wait for Zach to get that. Uh, and, and while we do Dean, um, have you have you put together your shield that Sean made for you? I have not. I have it literally right next to me, but I haven't. Uh, Dude, you got to do it in case you got to go out. You don't want to get that Rona. The Rona. Um, I was trying to find the... something a little uh, uh, softer to use than rubber bands. Uh, yeah. I pull my hair like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful shirt. No, actually, no, no. I, I don't know. Maybe I think I was just that looks pretty work. good. Yeah, I think I was just at work in a bad mood. Oh, that looks fantastic. Yeah. My God, what a design, dude! That belongs in a museum. We need to, yeah, we need to like just commission an area, a space somewhere, just to have all of the stupid things. I mean, like, I'm sure that I got probably. Oh, yep. Did the, like, there's always I got relics just that have you know so much memory. Built into it, and and it, they're just all over. It's like we need to find a place where we can keep all of this. Let me go get mine real quick. I keep this on my desk, Zach. 
There you go. Boom. Although I was a little disappointed, mine did not come with the microfiber cloth. Uh oh. Damn, look at that. You see? Look at that. And yeah. then look at this behind me right here the, the Mosquito Lee official print of Hope. But okay, like, don't even lie. Those, that, the, that, that thing is legit. I love it. It's so, yeah, it's crispy. Yeah, what a guy. Those are the good old days. The good old days. Uh, so Hot Toys put up their uh, TVMS Scout Trooper and Speeder Bike. Uh, this is coming in at 445, which comes with the Speeder, the Scout Trooper, Baby Yoda, and the Backpack. Uh, I think this looks really good. A lot of people are complaining that this is not the uh, Return of the Jedi design. And uh, obviously this is intentional. This is the Mandalorian version of this figure. Uh, but man, this looks fantastic. And the price, 445 I think the Sideshow... Uh, speeder bike alone is like 350 so you know you really can't beat the price uh baby yoda looks adorable ig11 can ride the speeder bike uh dean to quote you here this looks like a slam dunk what do you guys think um yeah i'm shocked it comes with another baby yoda uh also one that's so happy well, he was happy when he was riding on the speeder bike with IG-11, and I think that's what this is going for, because when the scout troopers had him, they just threw him in the bag. Right. Um, but also, uh, I, I almost think that uh, Baby Yoda is going to be put with Cara Dune with the sippy cup and start to be inserted with other figures based on like iconic scenes with them. Uh, so mark my words, we're going to get a Hot Toys Cara Dune with sippy cup uh, broth Baby Yodes. Zach, what do you think about this? I, I first of all, I'm it, I'm blown away by the price. I mean, I, I, based on the the market counterpart, uh, you figure a six scale speeder bike obviously is going to go for three hundred and fifty, three hundred and seventy five dollars. Right. Yeah, slap another two hundred on it for the figure. Coming in at the price that it's at, it's it's a no brainer. Like that's a steal, uh, especially if if the um, if if the speeder bike is anything short of not being awful. I mean, I, I have the uh, the other one with the other scout trooper. And I mean, the set together, it, it just looks really, really awesome. There's yeah. a lot of small parts on it, but overall, it looks awesome. Is it, you know, at the time, it, was it worth $350? I mean, I don't, I, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, you can get a lot of lot of stuff for that kind of money. But I, the, the, that pricing strategy from Hot Toys really kind of piqued my interest because it's like, Obviously, they're not pricing it for the market because if they were, they they would have they would have asked at least like five sixty for it. Yeah. So that kind of confused me. It's like typically they've shown that they're going to price their stuff based on what they think they can get for it, and it's I, I don't know, it's really 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 questionable pricing uh, strategy. But I mean, it's awesome because it's cheap. Venable, we have a question here. I'm not sure if you want to answer, but it says, "Where's MISB gone from Neil Robinson?" Do you want to answer that, or are you want to move on? Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, Neil, that <laughs> that depends greatly on 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 who you talk to. Uh, somebody, uh, Justin went on and went on a, a smaller channel and did like a two hour podcast about what happened, kind of in a stance of like, this is what really happened. I'm like, first of all, dog, I didn't I didn't say anything happened. Uh. So it's just a shit, shitty situation. Uh, the the channel got deleted. Justin went in and deleted the channel. So uh, because the channel just isn't there anymore, he deleted it. And uh, as to why, just I have my theories. Yeah, um, but, uh, I, I will quote him in in I will quote him in the 
from the podcast, and that is, make no mistake, uh, Zachary is a crazy serious guy, and and everyone thinks he jokes a lot, but Zachary doesn't joke at all. Everything he does is serious, and he just pawns it as as a joke. I'm like, bro, for real? Like, I joke. Everything is a joke. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you jumped on the stream tonight with jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, golly, man. I mean, I, I, I've known you long enough to kind of get a vibe. And, I mean, you're you're kind of, you know, you do joke. But, I mean, behind the scenes, like, I mean, you know, you put it on Ox. But we spent like an hour just going over scale to make sure our episode artwork didn't look stupid. Like, that we were all in scale with each other. And oh, yeah, you obviously yeah, spent yeah. A, a great amount of time. You hooked us up with those uh, silhouettes of us. And, uh you know, behind the scenes, I mean, you were as active as any other person we've ever had on the show. I mean, you know, putting content in, asking questions. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, mean, I like doing it. It's, it's, it's therapeutic doing stuff like that. Uh, I, I think he was talking more along the lines of the things that, like, I said about him. He, I was like, dude, I'm just freaking joking. Like, I'm, I'm saying stuff like, oh, your videos are boring or, you know, you talk too fast. There's no flavor. And it's like... I, I mean, seriously, like, like you mean to say that the videos that you produce have like or have flavor and they have like a, a good style? It's like, no, dude, it's bland as shit. That's not my opinion. At least I don't think so. And and I mean, the fact that I'm saying that is joking, but I mean, obviously, it's it's serious. So it's stuff like that that he he, he claims I, I was serious about. But I, I don't know. He, yeah, it's just a long story. All right. Well, let's move on. So scout wait, trooper. Wait. Okay. Yeah. It's like I still want to talk about the scout trooper. Uh, Scout Trooper was released solo pack that comes in at 2.20, releasing April to June 2021. That's the same date as the um, uh, speeder bike set. Oh, you, okay. Um, Actually, Justin just made a con- Don't misquote me, Zachary. Okay. I, you, you see, that's the stuff he does. It's like, I didn't miss. How did I misquote what the first word you said? Like, you, like that's literally what I misquoted, a the instead of an and. Boy, get out of here. Like, you would even stick around this channel if I went on it. I ain't got time for that shit, man. For real. Wow. Uh, Let's talk about the Scout Trooper, please. God, wait. Wait, guys, back, go back uh, to the Scout Trooper. I wanted to ask something. What do you got? Okay, the gap under the armor and the waist pouches, is that accurate? That is accurate to the Mandalorian. So uh, in the Mandalorian... I don't remember that in the Mandalorian. I'm not sure if you can see it in the show, but someone posted a picture from ILM where they had like the costume test with the guy in the uh-huh. suit and it was uh-huh. there. But also one thing to note, the Mandalorian, um, and, and I'm not that familiar with this armor, so don't quote me on this, but someone said in the Mandalorian show and on the Hot Toys figure, the knee pads are upside down and also the helmet flap isn't fully closed. And that's kind of like a throwback to the fact that these might not even be Imperial soldiers. These might be like some renegade group of guys that stole the armor and they're just like mercs that are going around and they're kind of half-assing it. And um, that kind of explains some of the the actions and the way they talk and like how they're just shooting at shit in the desert. Um, I I think it is accurate though to at least the like the photographs I've seen comparing them. It looked pretty accurate. Yeah. But like I said, it's this is this is a this is a time when the empire essentially they're they're running out. They have no money, so you're scrapping stuff just to put it together. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm wondering, I mean, if it's just a piece of armor that you need to put in the waist to make it more accurate to Return of the Jedi, I'm sure there's any number of 3D printer customizers that can make that piece, and you know, you just have to paint it and weather it. Um, so it's not like it's a totally different you know suit of armor. 
Right. Uh, at least as far as I can see on a quick inspection. It looks uh, fucking sweet. Uh, I don't know if I would get this. Only because really you would need two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to drop that kind of money. Um, but it's very cool. Very beautiful. I think it looks great. Yeah. Uh, Dean, this was really exciting to you. This is the Modern Battlefield End yes. War Ghost by a company called Flagset. This Ghost. comes in at $140 this in Q3 2020. Um, I know nothing about this character. I've seen people play as this character. Dude, Ghost is um, the shit, dude. I will say this. He is not jacked enough. Ghost is fucking huge. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, an easy body swap will fix that. But... Uh, Depend. Also, how much did you say it was? Did you uh, on TNS? It's one forty. I mean, that's pr- that's a pretty good price that you could do a body swap relatively easily and still be cost effective. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this I'm super tempted to pick this up because Ghost is the shit. This is Flag Set, right? Yep, that's a company called Flag. Yeah, they, they make uh, what for? I, I have their PUBG figure. It's it, dude. It, for the price point, it, their stuff's really, really, really well made. I mean, the body's solid. The hands are have articulating fingers, at least on that one. All of the accessories are, are just just really, really solid. Uh, a lot of the small companies like that, they um, all of those accessories, all of like the belts, it's all very, um, it's very like I guess you say barbaric. So it's like the belt is actually leather, and and you know it's it's. It, it, it's a pain in the ass to put together, but once you do, it's 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 pretty legit. And I, yeah. I'm probably gonna be an awesome figure. I think it looks cool. So, Dean, this is a skin in the game, or is this a character? It's a character. Nice from the story uh, mode or from uh, Warzone? Uh, from the story mode. Yeah, he's like a. Okay, so they did like this weird thing where they're. It's like a soft reboot of the modern warfare storyline. Okay. And he's he Ghost has been around since like the first or second Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um. So they uh, he's in this new game, and um through the Warzone, uh, battle royale, there's like a story they're telling every season, and he yeah. plays a big part in it. Um. So yeah, that's that's Ghost, and he's fucking tight. Uh, the weathering looks like it'd be better, but I mean, you could just do that on your own. So, but go- um, Ghost dates back to like Black Ops One, no, something something like that. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry, my Siri went off. Um, man, get maybe. your boy out of here, Zach. Gee, man. <laughs> man. Issues, man. God damn it, Dean. Get out of here, like, Come on. <laughs> Oh boy, um, yeah. So it's a really neat figure, and this one up for uh, teaser on Sideshow. It's the Cyclops six scale figure. Uh, I talked about this on OFAC, but uh, I think it's cool that they're doing uh, these kind of figures. But um, it just seems like um, same body as the other. It one. just seems like it's on a really tiny body. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the same the same body that they have on maybe the Batman. It would look like I don't know. I mean, I. I I like the way the figure looks. I like the classic like Cyclops look, um, and I think it's actually. I mean, I think it's a pretty. I don't have any of their like the Batman or the Joker, any of their more recent stuff, but 
from what I heard, it's kind of spotty, touch and go if the body's good or not. But the style that they're going with, I kind of like. I mean, and also it's probably simple. So it's brilliant to try and maximize just a body and throwing a fabric suit over it. Yeah, it's going to be super posable, probably not a risk for damage, except for this, maybe this leather here, but uh, I do like it. Uh, Neil Robertson in the chat says, Spider-Verse, Spider-Man is my most anticipated release from Hot Toys. So many accessories, one of the best Marvel slash superhero films so far. Uh, And then Red Wolf says, what happened to the Ox After Dark? I was halfway through it. Did you guys pull it? Uh, We'll talk about Ox After Dark towards the end of the show. Uh, We are going to be making a big announcement uh, regarding Ox After Dark. Uh, but stay tuned for that, Red Wolf, uh, hopefully to answer your questions. Uh, but yeah, I think it looks good. I think it's a little too skinny, but uh, I know a lot of people are very excited to get this. And Dean, you know Gengar is one of my favorite Pokemon, and on the show we don't always talk about high-end six-scale stuff. Uh, but I I think this is cool. So this is a uh, Bandai Spirits uh, Gengar model kit. It comes with three different faceplates. Uh, supposedly it's engineered to only need one sticker, and I think that sticker is on the tongue uh, in this picture, if you zoom in, you can see little lines where a sticker fold might be. Uh, but it's articulated, the arms and the legs move, and uh, I mean, this is just freaking amazing for someone that loves this character. So uh, these this... go... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to ask, is this their first model kit of a Pokemon? No, no, no. Uh, they've made uh, probably about 20 so far. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're decent, but they do require a lot of stickers. And that's why with this figure, they kind of made it a big announcement to say like, hey, this is only one sticker on this whole model kit. And looking at the parts breakdown, they did like an exploded view. Uh, I can't really see any stickers. So I'm, I'm thinking it's the tongue. Uh, they tend to do that sometimes. So uh, I'm very excited. And Red Wolf says Patreon, maybe. It's a good guess. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited for that. I, I port, uh, pre-ordered uh, three of those on Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, Nan- Nanmu Studio they do uh, different dinosaurs in one uh, thirty-fifth scale. Uh, they put up a pre-order this weekend on Big Bad Toy Store for the Alpha Rex. Comes in at sixty uh, seventy dollars. Releases July two thousand twenty. This is obviously the Rex from JP One, and uh, sixteen inches from head to tail looks really good. I mean, one thirty-fifth is kind of like B scale for dinosaurs. Zach is um, dying over here. What is happening? Oh my God, what happened? Something that was funny after Burston said patron, uh, and you're like, maybe I was like, wait, y'all, y- y- y'all are starting an OnlyFans site? What? Yeah, Dean's OnlyFans. It's five hundred dollars yeah. a month, friends and family only. Yeah, B hole picks. Dean's B-Hole is on there for $500 friends and family. Uh, so, yeah. So, they're also doing the colorway from JP2, though it does not have the scars on the mouth, which is kind of a letdown. And you can see here it's 16.15 inches uh, head to tail made of cast steel PVC and rotocast PVC with an articulated jaw. They've done uh, the Indorex and the Indoraptor along with other dinosaurs. And from what I've heard, I've never owned one of these or seen one in person uh, but from what I've heard, they are, they are some of the best dinosaur models in the biz. Um, so you, seventy bucks buys you that. Uh, that's not know. bad. Seventy bucks. Yeah, I was thinking like one fifty or something. No, no, no. It's it's actually not a bad price. Well, sixteen uh, inches is big too. Yeah, some places you got to pay a lot for sixteen inches. Not on our only fans. <laughs> Uh, that is coming out July 2020. Uh, Zach, this is your time to shine, my friend. You are you what you are on oh, the four on the forefront yeah. of Fig Pin. You are the the Fig Pin goat. You have your uh, please plug your Fig Pin YouTube channel. Um. Okay. So, uh, do you, do you guys know Cletus Selden? Uh. Yes. I don't know. I don't know him personally, but I know of Cletus. Um. 
we, we Cletus has issues with someone else that makes videos and and I kind of, I guess, do too. I mean, I don't have issues against him, but it was a spin on his channel. Jokingly, I, I spit a name out, but it's Pin Patrol on YouTube. Um, and it's all about Figpin because basically I, I, I got in. I, I, it's like buying Microsoft in like 1984. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. And the community's awesome and their stuff is just next level. I mean, I have like a, Than- a big Thanos pin right here. And, and it, the the quality of them are just phenomenal. And also each one has an individual serial number that you plug into an app and it tells you exactly what, like what number this was made in their line. And if it's like the first or the the 50th and depending on how, you know, I guess how rare the numbers are, they score the pin. And at, I think in probably a month or two, you'll be able to use all of the points to be able to get their exclusive like pins or what's going to be called ultra exclusive. So it's kind of a progressive system in their app where it's you buy the pins, you you type in the serial number, you get to figure out the entire factory history about the pin. And then whenever like the next within the next update or two on their app, you'll be able to like use your points to be able to get in line to buy like some of their exclusives. And the, there's a huge secondary market on these things. Like I was able to get a pin. They sent me a pin and I put it in the app and people can go, basically they can go vote on it. And every time you get a vote, it multiplies your score. So I I was like, everyone vote on this pin. And I was able to get it like to a really, really powerful number. And just by doing that, it added like $200 to the value of that, of that pin. And it's, they're going to be the next fun code without a doubt. Yeah, I think so. This is an example of some fig pins here. So they they are obviously pins. So on the back they have uh, the little needle things and, yeah. and they have, use a proprietary patent pending uh, holder to oh. both stand the figure and then yeah, I can stand up here. Yeah, let me focus you on solo cam. Can you show us the back of that, please? Yeah. So yeah, this is the Thanos one, and the the pin has this big thing to where it can stand up. And like if you look on the back, each literally each pin has a a, a serial number. Yeah, plug into an app and um, and it, it it keeps track of all that. Which even if you're not doing, because they're they're setting it up to where you can use like the the pins to where you can like battle other people, like if yeah, kind of like an RPG type thing. But outside of doing all of that, I mean, just having an app where you have all this information is just so convenient. I mean, think about it. If if you had if you had a way of doing all of that with all your hot toy figures, you would have your entire collection in one place. I mean, just from like, if you want to insure your collection, it, it, it keeps you from having to go in and just, you know, list every figure. And I, I think it's a, uh, I think it's an incredible thing that they're doing with the app and hopefully a few other companies will try and jump on board with it. Someone says Fernando's been banned. I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, so hopefully you guys can, uh, I think get that sorted. You, you said you were, he were, he was finna get banned earlier. I think it was a joke. Oh yeah, it was a joke. So this is my uh, Goku fig pin here, the glitter one. I love that. That is uh, that's a damn good fig pin. And then I also have the uh, the Uzaru Vegeta fig pin. So uh, we actually have an interview. I just got an email from them right now. So Zach, big shout out to you for helping set that up. But that's going to be May seventh. Who are you uh, talking? Lining up the time. Uh, I talked to Daniel, and then also uh, one of the co-founders. Uh, Amato. Um, oh yeah, yeah, this yeah, really yeah. nice guy, really the nice company, guy. Like I said, the companies it, 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 they have an incredible organization. The people over there are are, are phenomenal. Like, I mean, I have a hundred and fifty subs, 
But yeah, I mean that's that's the highest subcount because no one's making content. And 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 my view on on the company in itself really, I don't know. I I guess they just like watching my videos because man, they 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 hook me up with all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, and it's always good when creators take the time of day. Like I mean, we I mean we have three hundred subs, so we're not really anywhere near like you know some of these big channels but really? i mean even even okay. you know when you were doing really good with mint box you always gave us a time of day and you know i've messaged other companies oh, uh, yeah, yeah. specifically like wicked cool toys i'm a huge fan i've tried hitting them up several times for interviews and they just kind of blow me off so yeah and, um, and honestly from what i've seen it's not necessarily about you or the it's just it's just a like a just a not like i'm not gonna say laziness but it's like a, a i like like, uh, I don't want to do that. Like, don't talk to me. It's that kind of attitude because I don't know. Companies don't want to adopt, a, adapt, but man, it's such a powerful tool to get in on the community, the small communities. Cause that's where the influence is. That's where, like, if you start collecting something like off normally what you would, if, if you have a, like, like, like a really group of friends that they'll follow, follow you. I like, it doesn't matter if you're collecting hot toys or fig pins. They're gonna, you know, you they're gonna do what you're doing because that's what every everyone's friends and they just travel in groups. And you just you can't do that if you have, you know, you can't do that if you have a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, Iron Geek says it's my two favorite Zachary's. What a guy! What a guy! Iron and- Geek's my boy, man, dude. I've I've been watching Iron Geek. Uh, there's a guy that does. Uh, he just kind of vlogs. His name's Big Dub. He, he's a he's an incredible guy. And he would buy a lot of Iron Geeks custom like dioramas and stuff. So his skills have gone from like doing small recast parts to literally doing like that cyborg. Uh, yeah, whole new figures. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible to see that that transpire just from from what he was doing. One of the first things I was following him on was he did like a Mark Forty Seven recast, and and but did like the construction version of it. Yeah. And, it it came out really good, and it's like just to see him progress and his skills. It's just it's just it's a really cool thing to see because everyone can relate to that. Um, yeah, so it's inspiring. Shout out to uh, shout out to Iron Geek and yeah, I, Neil Neil asks, is that the Chronicle Collectibles dying on the background? Yeah, that's the one ten scale Tyrannosaurus Rex, and uh, I fucking love it. Uh, what, back what to about that, uh, what about that fifth scale? Hold on, real quick, because I want to. What about that fifth scale? You think anything about that? uh one i don't have the space for it and two it is the uh the one to, it's a it's actually a quote-unquote one-to-one with the winston oh. winston studios maquette yeah yeah um, i think it's beautiful i think that the paint job paint is, is really not that great no, the paint um, it's right uh too light it's yeah, like- yeah it's too light it needs to be uh it almost looks like they were going for the color scheme described in the book which is more like a brown red um, but man, that sculpt, it, it actually has lineage to that, uh, yeah. original maquette. Uh, that thing is, um, if I had the space and the money, like if tomorrow I won the lottery, that would be the first thing I would be buying. That thing is incredible. Um, it's something that I'd love to own, but, uh, the one tenth scale from Iron Studios, which I think is a better paint, uh, will have to do me until, until I win the lottery. Um, Figpin, going back to Figpin, uh, Zach, you're really excited for this, but May 4th, 2020, they are yeah. announcing, uh, their Star Wars Figpin collection. It's kicking off with the Luke Skywalker on Tauntaun Figpin in celebration of the 40th anniversary of Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and this is a limited edition release sold directly on figpin.com. 
And uh, at the time of this recording, I don't think I've seen the official image uh, just it, yet. It haven't dropped me yet. Yeah, so that's really cool. And then also I wanted to show uh, – you put up a really good video on your channel, um, Pin Patrol, showing a little bit about oh, how yeah, – You could different... download a better, better, like, screenshot. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I, I took – I legit took five. I, I took, I took five. I thought they contacted you and said, don't do shit like this. I, mean, I took five <laughs> pictures, and this was – I'm. I just don't know what to say. I, I was going to put an emoji on your face, but then I didn't want to be rude. So, um, you're very. You're very expressive. Set this up. Make sure this doesn't happen, please. This is. This is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but this is your Rainbow Iron Man here. Uh, did you want to give us a brief rundown of the different yeah. uh, numbers here? Okay. So you see right here. You see where it says AP edition. Yes. This yeah. means that it's it's considered it's an artist proof. So they. Every pin that they have, they make a small amount of like pins that they use for you know production purposes, and then they they get sent back to them and they keep them and their AP. That's like the getting an AP pin of any character. That's like the highest sought after thing. And then from there, you have first edition, second edition. So you see, this is an AP pin, and the volume it's they only made fifty four of them, and it, it, mine was the fifty second one to be made, and I was the thirty second person to unlock it. And what you do is when you log it into the app, you unlock it and you see it gives you a score. So, it, it, and this is an older video. Since then they've added a bunch of stuff, but that, that's the level at which they uh, they have everything, like the, their, their database is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see if you make another video. I'd love to see how the app is working now because- Oh, I did. Uh, if you go check, I, I uploaded one like yesterday because uh, I, got, oh, shit. I, okay. I got some leaked information. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm really excited. So Dean, May seventh, I need you there. We got to interview the Fig Pin guys. Uh, yeah. Shout out to King Zachary V for uh, setting oh, that up for us. Dude, I'm leading charge. I, I'm I, I'm fully back. Trust me. Like, I remember at one point I, I would see them on the show and be like, That's, they're just kind of overpriced. And but dude, the, the the quality of, I mean, can you imagine? It's outstanding. Yeah, like, could you imagine having a Star Wars one like that? And, and but I will tell you, they sell out, dude. <laughs> in like 30 fucking 30 seconds yeah, yeah the day after the kakarot video game came out the glitter one was really sought after because you used it to complete a set and i had yeah. to go to like six game stops to find one and when i called uh because i was like i'm tired of driving the lady's like i can only hold this for like 30 minutes so you got to get over here was- yeah but like you said what it does is it is there's a set of dragon ball figures and if you have all of them it completes a set and it gives you a small bonus hey. and that's what makes that one pin. That's what made it sought after, is because everyone didn't want to complete the set. So you see, from a business standpoint, the app, the amount of opportunity that the app gives you to just expand on each individual pin and make them all. It's like all of a sudden that pin, no, you know, not, was probably sitting on a shelf. But then whenever people realized it completed the set, they flew off the shelf, and it, it's just a brilliant strategy. Okay, I have a couple things to add. What do you got, Dino? One, I was very skeptical skeptical about fig pins when they came out and I saw them everywhere. Um, it wasn't until Zach got his that I was like, damn, these are really nice. Yeah. The quality, they're very sturdy. They're not going to snap in half. Uh, they're very well done. Uh, and then a second as a question for you, Zach, um, um, what 
let's just say you had this Iron Man and you were the 32nd person to unlock it. Um, does that value change any if you were to like sell that or is it yeah. blocked on the secondhand market? Like, oh, somebody already like what? input this information. Uh, the, good that's question. a good question. A lot of people ask that actually. What you can do is it 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 because I unlocked it and I was the 32nd person to unlock it. And one thing to note too is that these these pins are distributed across the entire country. So I mean on, on, they're only being 54. That's a crazy low number. Uh but I was the 32nd to unlock it. So that locks it in on that pin. And if I was to sell it, I you can go and you release it. And the next oh, person, nice. they would unlock it. It would stay at that 32 spot. Nice. Yeah. I like that. That's Very cool. cool. The, uh, the, the guy who uh, handles the app part of the company is, is, is the guy you're going to be interviewing. He, he has this thing freaking like watertight. Like I can't, I can't find anything where it's like, okay, this isn't going to work out down the road. That's high praise. That's yeah, praise. That's very uh, cool. Dean, give us our sponsor tag. Yeah, it's Wanto Scrabyard. It's <laughs> tight. Wow. That is good. That. Uh, yeah, Wanto Scrabyard, man. Um, today's sponsor, or the show sponsor, rather. Yeah, Watto, whatever you need, 3D printed parts for your old Kenner and Hasbro vehicles. Uh, I got the uh, landing gear for my uh, Legacy Legacy Millennium Falcon. Um, A regular set will cost you like $150 to $200. Watto could get that for you for not even half that. So hit up Watto's uh, if you need parts for your Hasbro vehicles. But he's also doing head sculpts uh, for three and three quarter six inch and one six scale figures uh and if he doesn't make it he could get it made so hit him up what a guy uh zach in the show sheet chat you posed this question i thought it was very interesting uh you said are companies starting to lose collectors attention um i guess i'll start uh honestly i think so i've been so bored uh this past year almost like this gengar model kit was the most exciting thing to me that i've seen in a while i actually refreshed big bad toy store like all weekend long and i sent them an email on friday to see if they were going to stock it uh and i was really glad that they were because the only other site to get it was uh i think it's like 1999.co slash jp <laughs> i was like i'm not i'm not buying from no. site. um so the, lo- the logo has flames all over it and yeah dragons like, and stuff oh, no. No. no oh no 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 so uh I, i've just been so bored this year i i mean obviously with things are going on in the world but um i just think that it i just don't know i just don't feel very captivated lately i've been uh you know kind of just circling back and getting older figures because you know either nothing new is coming out nothing new is getting announced um things are just it seems to be at a standstill dean do you have any uh any thoughts on this question are you is your attention being lost i i don't feel like it is technically and i'll tell you why most of what i love to collect is final fantasy 7 <laughs> and this year so happens is the remake came out so there's a resurgence of final fantasy 7 products that are at my beck and call to purchase an order uh there's so many in fact that i stopped pre-ordering them because i don't know what i can and can't afford um but i will say a majority of the figures i've bought this year 
have been older figures. Yeah. Uh, from like 2005, 2007, 2010. Um, so I think, yes, they are in a general sense for me personally, not technically. Um, but I think that might also have to do with the Rona. Yeah. Um, Iron Geek says he hasn't purchased anything in the past three months. Nothing has piqued his interest. However, I just purchased the Infinity War cap to modify it. Neil Robinson asks, where's the Mrs. Zachary? We need some diversity in here. Um, is, it, uh, is, that, for, is that like a jab at me for like a, being a girl or something? No, I think he, they want to know where uh, where Susan is. Or oh, oh I was like, Neil, trolling me saying I'm like a, a girl? Yeah. Uh I'm not sure where she's at right now. That's uh Can we call yeah. her live? <laughs> we can call her. She's not here. We can Oh man, that that's also that's also like a grail interview. That'd be an amazing interview. Yeah, we had like what two whole shows just about her back in the day. Yeah, about the whole drama situation, but I'm sure Zach yeah. doesn't wanna talk yeah, about we, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean uh I think she's I, I'd imagine she's in California, I believe. Yeah, so Jason Nelson says he collects when he likes. Storm Collectibles has his attention at the moment. Uh, Kevin says, I spent the weekend moving into the new house. It's going to take a while to get the collection finally set up. I know that feeling, and it sucks. Oh, oh um, Kevin, Kevin's been on that Kevin's been on that jam for a while. He's, I mean, ever since I've known him, he, his collection's been packed up because he hasn't had any space. Yeah, the whole chat says get Susan. So maybe one day we can have Susan on the show once uh, things Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Was it stream? I'm sure, is there like, I'm sure she could call in or something. Yeah, if she has a link, she can join us. She has yeah. a webcam. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not interviewing her. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so the movie. So every week, uh, seems like we have a lot of new people watching. So every week with this Corona stuff, there's been almost no figure news. In fact, this week we only had three pieces of news. Uh, we usually have around twenty. Uh, every week we pick a movie to watch that's an older movie, and we call it the retro review segment. And this week's retro review was the Never Ending Story. Uh, the film follows a boy who happens upon a magical book that tells a, a, the story of a young warrior who is given the task of stopping the nothing, a dark force from engulfing the mystical world of Fantasia. On Rotten Tomatoes, this film has a score of 80% based on reviews from 40 critics, and the critical consensus reads a magical journey about the power of a young boy's imagination to save a dying fantasy land. Um, the author of this book, uh, this is based on an actual novel, uh, he was so disappointed by the film production and how they took his story and changed it that he actually sued the production company for this uh, this project to be halted, uh, which he basically lost the lawsuit. He called the film a gigantic melodrama of kitsch, commerce, plush, and plastic. Uh, so that is uh, that's how that goes. Quinn says, "Say my name." So I guess Quinn Quinn is uh, Quinn. Quinn's my boy. Yeah. You know, Quinn is the guy who hooked me up with the. Princess Leia. And I still, man, I feel so bad. I still haven't had the time to, to go in and give him a good shout out. But uh, yeah, Quinn hooked me up with my Princess Leia because I got screwed over in a, in a deal uh, with Susan. Red Wolf says, California shut down about an hour south where Susan is from. I do remember that, by the way, where you got screwed over. Do missing content. Uh, so I thought this film was, was uh, from a special effects standpoint, uh, really decent. I mean, for the time. Uh, the creatures look really good. Uh, Falcor was super dope. And uh, from a plot standpoint, I feel like everything in this movie was kind of handed to this kid. Like, oh, you need to go 10,000 miles, but there's a lucky magic air dragon that can you know, transport you there while you sleep. And 
uh, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, I think if I was a kid, I would have loved this movie. Uh, as an adult with, with uh, critical thinking, you know, unlocked, I don't know that I loved it as much as I would have as a kid. Uh, Dean, what did you think about this movie? Uh, I remember watching it as a child and not hating it, but I also don't remember, like, really loving it. Um, watching it again, I you didn't do your homework. It's just not. It's it's not a bad movie, but it's first he also, yells at me, and then his phone goes off. Then he probably didn't even watch the movie. No, I watched it. It's just it's just very. I don't want to say forgettable because it's not. But it's just like I guess the movie's, like, the movie's fucking awful. I don't even know why y'all wanted to watch it. It's terrible. <laughs> I will say the only reason why I wanted to watch it. Let me tell you this: Victoria said, "Hey, this movie's awesome. I love this movie from when I was a kid. Let's watch it. You should make it the retro movie." And when your wife tells you you should make a movie, the retro review movie of the week, you do it, okay? And that's why we did it. Yeah, uh, like it's not so bad that I'm like, ugh. But it's also not like <laughs> the greatest thing ever. And also. They fuck over Atreyu so bad. Right? He gets cucked for that <laughs> for the little kid at the end. Yeah, okay, you realize he dies in that scene? Wait, what? The in the scene where she's like, oh, he has to call my name. And and uh uh the main character, I forgot his name, he's not doing it. And no, the, he doesn't die when, yes, when Falcor flies over the plains, the kid is with the horse again. And Atreyu? he yells at the kid. Yeah, he's with the horse that died in the beginning. He like literally waves at him, and the kid says, "Yo, Falcor." I just finished watching this movie like okay, ten minutes horse, ago. So the horse didn't die. I have no, to the horse it. came back to life. Everything was restored. The oh, land. No, the horse didn't die. I guess I need to rewatch the ending because, because yeah, he just Atreyu gets to the very fucking end, and it's like, oh, sorry, kid. Real quick, I just got a text from one of my buddies. Uh, uh, Gungan Dungeon. He said that the stream is fantastic. He's watching live. Uh, so big shout out to his channel. Um, Zach, but if the horse like... died and is back at the end, so Atreyu definitely died and is back at the end. Yeah, but they reset. Well, either it, way, though, he's like... back. Well, I'm just saying he dies in no, that no. scene, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, look, man, I've watched Dragon Ball Z. I've seen my favorite characters die after coming all this way all the time just to be brought back like that. Uh, yeah, so uh, I can uh, accept uh, that. Uh, Spider Man died. But I'm just saying. Back. Atreyu is the actual hero of the story. The kid with the book didn't do shit. No, all the all he did was fucking steal it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, sorry, I don't know. I don't know. That's allowed, no, yeah, all he did was steal it. It's uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, but I want to yeah, shout out to Iron Geek. He says, uh, he said, but, hold on, let me pull it up. Next he time said, y'all uh, have me on, we should have him on. Yeah, we, y'all need to do one with Iron Geek. Oh hell yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, I told Iron Geek he should come on a long time ago, and uh, yeah, let Iron Geek on here. I'll let the hair reel down with him. So the reason also why I wanted to watch this movie is I saw this meme figure, the Neverending Story, Swamp of Sadness, uh, playset with Atrax, the horse, and sadness included. I thought that was amazing. And then yeah. Dean was like, "There's no fucking figures from this movie." And of course, there's a shitty bootleg from Mexico, <laughs> like the greatest figure ever that made. That looks I like a used this. condom with eyes on it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, gets, it, it looks like a, it looks like a dumpling that hasn't been cooked. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? You can't call that a oh, toy. 
Dude, I love it. Not only that, we have this $795 rare Falcor-shaped Cheetos. So if anyone wants to pitch in uh, for us to buy this and have it in the studio, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, because uh, Zach's always like, oh, like the, the movie should come back around to collecting so we could have it in the show. And someone he suggested it, I was like, I don't think there's any toys and shit about the NeverEnding um, Story. Uh, and he was uh, like, oh, yeah? <laughs> and showed me these eBay listings. I was like... Whatever, dude. Someone made a six scale uh, Falcor. Yeah, it's fucking huge. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, oh, it, I it, imagine it's like four foot long. I'm all about that Cheeto though. I have a weird, like, I have a weird thing about collecting shit like that, dude. Like, I'm if that Cheeto it. was about three hundred dollars cheaper, I'd be all on it. <laughs> I'm the dude that goes and buys the, you know, nine hundred fifty dollar grilled cheese sandwich with like Jesus's face on it. Hell yeah, bro. We gotta put this in the studio behind uh, with the infinity rollers. Um, uh, but going back to movie news, though, Dean, uh, AMC is no longer planning to play Universal Films following the Trolls World Tour. So, uh, the the uh, Universal Studio CEO, whatever, said that uh, the results for Trolls World Tour have exceeded our expectations and demonstrated the viability of uh, basically like home release. Uh, <laughs> Shell told the Wall Street Journal, as soon as the theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats. And in a private email. Uh, one of AMC's executives said, it is disappointing to us, but Jeff's comments as to Universal's unilateral actions uh, and intentions have left us with no choice. Therefore, effective immediately, AMC will no longer play any Universal movies in any of our theaters in the United States, Europe, or the Middle East. Cool. I told you, man. It's so convenient. You it can't so convenient. beat movies at home. No. Like, I, all this. I get it. Going to the theater is fun. It's very cool getting to see something in a huge fucking screen. But guess what? Sometimes I just want to watch TV in my underwear and eat fucking nachos till I hate myself. Like, yeah, that you're not going to get at a theater. And it's usually way cheaper. Now, the, is that part of the OnlyFans, the eating dinner in the underwear? Yeah. I can't relate to that. The only thing I didn't call was how expensive it is to rent at home but even then is it's it still it very twenty dollars to rent trolls that's the price of that's like what i'm saying an like, imax ticket for someone like me i wouldn't pay 20 bucks at a theater but for someone like you you'd pay a hundred if not how, more how much yeah. is it but you also get to watch it more than just once what were you saying zach it's twenty dollars to get into a movie theater basically so yeah do you, do you just not go to the movie theater dean no, I do, but it's like eight bucks for a ticket, and I usually don't eat there because I'm not cool. a sucker. Where do you uh, go? Um, like Regal. Is Cinemas. that? Is that? T- I, I don't. I, I don't go to the movie theater, so I'm not really. I, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think matinees are like eight bucks, and then everything, oh. like maybe like twelve. That's maybe they're really not that expensive. Honestly, but, the only the the only reason that digital hasn't like the only reason this hasn't already happened is because of the lobbying from the uh, the major theaters because it, they would they, they they would straight up get blockbuster big time right yeah. and, which is which is what we were talking about weeks ago when the whole Rona thing kick started I was like hey like this might be the normal from now on oh yeah and this is, a lot of other and, things are going to change too. Yeah, and I mean that's exactly what it looks like it's going, at least just with Universal. And that's a huge studio. So now I have to watch Universal <laughs> things at home if I want to see it. No, AMC isn't the only theater in town. I could go to Regal. 
I could go Santicos. to uh, Santicos. But or what Alamo if they follow suit? House. What if they get uh, all butthurt too? And they're like, all right, fuck you, Universal. That's a huge studio. I all will right. say this. Uh, first, Kevin Gossett says Alamo Drafthouse represent. Alamo Drafthouse is not reopening this weekend. They said that there's way too much logistics in the reopening safely, and they're not going to put their customers or their employees at risk to reopen yeah. uh, half uh, half rather. Yeah. Um, Dean, you make a good point. There's other movie theaters, but um, for me, I only go to the movie theater by my house. So if that movie theater, uh, it actually is an AMC. If, so that kind of screws me from a huge number of releases. Um, gosh, my mind just got blown right there. Um, yeah, but you're right. For for me, this is a big deal. Um, and I just, uh, I just don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I think... Um... It's a it's a dying industry to be honest. Like, I won't. I I haven't seen a God. I just aside from it being convenient, my shit at your house. The ability to just pause it and then come back is invaluable. Right. Like, I won't go to a movie theater simply because it's like you're you're not going to get me sitting down for two and a half hours, dude. I'm going to sit and have anxiety about that two and a half hours three weeks before doing it. It's like, what am I going to do? What if I need to do that? You know, what if I need to do that? I'm going to miss that. And it's like, fuck, at that point, it's not worth it. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Dean, this is a big television news for you, but Parks and Rec, they're releasing a new episode this Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, to raise money for Feeding America's COVID-19 Response Fund. The show will include the whole original cast, uh, and it'll follow the Parks and Rec cast attempts to stay connected while also staying apart. I would love it if they did a whole season of this. I think that's fantastic. Right. Uh, and all the footage for these uh, these episodes were shot in the actors' respective homes. So, oh um, nice. I just wanted to plug that. I was wondering how they did that. Yeah. So that's really cool. Uh, let's get into custom corner. Um, Zach, you said you were doing a giveaway. So do you know? Um, I guess, have you selected a winner for your... Uh... No, no one's been able to make me laugh. I said that Uh-oh. if you can make a comment, like a joke or something stupid or make whatever. A comment, and and, make and a if joke. it makes me laugh, I'll send this this masterpiece. Here, let now, me scroll a cameo. Look, there we go. Let me let, let me try and get it like in focus. Look at that. Not not really the best lighting, but... The Joker Gal Gadot. Are you going to sign like a certificate of authenticity? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of one. One of one. That is and it was uh... featured on a major Facebook video too. Hell yeah. So joy of hobbying update. I'm still working on Dan Lee's head sculpts. These are uh, 30% done. I still need to clean up some black and orange, uh, very rough blocks of color here. But, uh, uh I mentioned on Ox after dark, I think it was last week that I did have to restart on Wolverine, uh, Vallejo liquid, uh, what is it? Liquid uh, mask is not good. Uh, oh totally, no. Oh, it totally it ruined it. It just never dried. It it just uh, it was just awful. So I need to get some Tamiya uh, liquid mask. But these uh, these are by Tony May, and uh, hopefully uh, by this this weekend I'll be able to send these over to uh, Dan Lee, Sweet Angel. He uh, hooked it up big time for painting these sculpts. So uh, Dan, if you're watching, I hope you like the progress so far. Uh, Wolverine is a lot further behind than Batman. So um, hopefully we'll be able to get those done soon. Have you ever tried uh, Sticky Tech? I've used Sticky Tack, but I actually don't like it. What I really like is Silly Putty. Silly Putty is an excellent Yeah, uh, or that con- the concept of like yeah, using yeah, a yeah, putty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like that stuff, but it's hard to get very crisp lines with it because it's obviously like an amorphous shape. 
and uh, I just I was like, I need to mask off the difference between the yellow of Wolverine's, uh, you know, the center part and the black of the ears. And uh, it just did not work. So um, that's pretty much it. But Dean, you have a, a grinds my gears for this week. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, I saw this thing. Um, it just kind of pissed me off. But like, I don't know why it pissed me off. And I, I hope maybe y'all could either like be like, no, you're wrong, or or give me like some context as to why I'm so irked. Because I don't understand why it made me feel the way it made me feel. Yes. So someone posted in a group. I, I I don't remember which one it was, but it was a six skill group. And it was a rogue leader Luke. So the snow speeder Luke. Nice. And it had, I believe, a different body. The outfit had been weathered to look wet or something. So obviously heavily weathered. Um... And it had some other stuff done to it. And in the description, it's like, this figure is in mint condition. That's now, to me, mint condition is untouched. Like, it's still in the box. There's still tape everywhere. Like, it's mint. If you sent it to a grader, they would grade it like an A, right? It's a or a B. Nothing really ever gets an A, but yeah, it's mint. It. It's fucking. <laughs> it is mint. If you sent a heavily modified figure to somebody who grades them, they would laugh at you. Like this is not, not, not my figures. They would would be like an A plus. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I, I've seen it a lot lately with uh, people selling figures. They'll be like, oh, I uh, opened this figure to inspect, and then they'll list it as mint and sealed box. It's like, no, oh, the box don't even get me sealed. started, man. That's, oh. The box isn't sealed. It's, not, so it's, a, used, it. it's a used item. Used, the, used threshold, item. the threshold of used is crossed used when that tape opens. As far I've as made, I'm concerned, that yeah. should have been sit, sitting on a shelf for months. I've made a video about this. I've made several videos about it. And like I said, as soon as that tape gets cut, for all I know, you went outside and you took a piss on it. Like, how do I know you didn't do that? Seriously. Right. And How would I know that you didn't do that? Because I trust you? No. If it's open... There's, it's open for inspection. There's no, look, yeah, you can open things and you can inspect it and put it back in the box, but that's that's a used figure. Yeah, it's just like, especially with with that kind of figure that is so expensive on the aftermarket. Cool, Neil and almost got me. <laughs> Neil almost got me there. So did Kevin. And it's like, okay, you're charging an absolute premium for the figure, and with. Let's just say with cars, right? I want to paint my car lime green because I think it looks fucking cool, right? So I paint my car lime green. And then a a few years later, I want to sell the car. I have to find somebody who wants a lime green car or I have to lower that price so that person can repaint the car whatever they want, right? I have not added to the value of that car if anything i've retracted the value of the car yeah no that's a that's a perfect example it it doesn't you've (laughs) modified the figure 
I don't want a wet looking Luke. You know what I mean? Um, I, I believe he said in the pictures it, he photo edited them to look more wet than it was than what it actually looks like. Um, but it's like, okay, but I have to pay because you did the mod. I didn't want that mod done. So now I have to pay you for having it done. Like it, it's it's used and it's not meant in my in my opinion. Yeah. So why am I paying a premium price? Uh, Manny G says my dog peed on my Vader once. Only Dean knows. Oh, that's, and then, that's true. Uh, Neil says, "Why are there gates around cemeteries? Because people are dying to get in." And nah. put up a few. I'll, I'll let you scroll through the chat. Wow, I'll, Manny, I'll what a, a jerk, dude. Manny, that's a that's fucked up, dude. Oh, Manny, you savage. Manny put Dean what car? That's fucked up, dog. We're not friends anymore. Oh, Manny's man. officially not a co-host of the show anymore. Dean, we have a massive announcement to make. Hey. Uh, better than an OnlyFans. So let me let me preface what I'm about to say. Through this Corona pandemic, uh, I do home health, and uh, one of my clients has stopped services because of this coronavirus. So me personally, I have less income to do the show. I know Dean, you said that you're no longer getting one day of work uh, at HEB. Uh, because of this uh, virus and the availability right. they need you to have. So both of us, we're, we're creating the show. We're also getting less income right now. Um, but we've also ramped up a lot of what we're doing. So we're sending a lot of stickers. We're sending a lot of uh, – we made like 30 Joker cards. And uh, those all cost time and money. So we are starting a Patreon with three tiers. Uh, the $1 tier, uh, Dean, do you want to introduce this, the name of this tier? <laughs> I, I actually haven't seen this yet. It's God slam, damn it, Dean. Slam dunk. You didn't show me that. God damn it. Uh, this What's is the a slam dunk tier. So the slam dunk tier says, have your name displayed for the world to see along with our other supporters each week during the closing of the Collecting Weekly podcast. In addition, supporters will get access to the audio and video uploads of Ox After Dark uploaded straight to the Patreon feed. So right now, Ox After Dark, we kind of do it uh, unplanned. It's usually a last-minute thing, and it is available live for free to anyone. But the Rewind, if you want to watch it after the live show ends, it's going to be Patreon only uh, for now. The Sweet Angel tier, which comes in at $5, it gets you a uh, all the perks of Slam Dunk and one Ox exclusive sticker every month sent to your door. Uh, and uh, we'll order those stickers at the end of the month so we ensure we have an appropriate amount of stickers since we do have to order those in multiples of uh, 10s or 20s. The last tier is the Crispy tier. It includes a special on-air shout-out uh, from Dean on our first show of each month, and you also get, let me solo cam myself here, you also get an official certified Crispy certificate. Dean and I are going to sign these and send them out and you can display that in your collection for the world to see that your collection has been officially certified crispy. So that's a $15 pledge. And essentially what all this stuff goes to, it, it does cost us about $100 plus. Uh, Zach, you know how expensive it is to run a show. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a little Australian bastard, how, how much money I put into all that shit. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, we're just trying to be able to keep doing the show, be able to uh, pay for things like StreamYard, the hosting, the the uh, – you know, all the different things you have to pay for and also to provide our hosts with uh, with new uh, pieces of equipment so we can continue to upgrade our quality. This is the certificate here. This is a rough draft prototype. Uh, we're thinking that this uh, certified crispy here is actually going to be the Chrome uh, crispy sticker placed on this. 
and uh, this will be a, a one-time uh, thing. We'll send you uh, uh, damage your. You, your uh, you need a you need a uh, a press. That's what I got. Like uh, the notary embossing stamp. You can pick one uh-huh. up custom for like sixty bucks. Really? We got a yeah. Can you send me the link of where you got your? Uh... Yeah, yeah. It came in, man. It came in in like 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 a week. Real simple. Really. That's not bad at all. So the the uh, sticker for this uh, month, it's going to be a full size sticker, and it's going to be our certified crispy. Or not sorry, that's going to be our new this week sticker. Uh, so we ordered those, and we do have them in. And I'm just checking here. I don't think I got them queued up yet, but we'll post a picture on Ox of what that hollow sticker looks like. If you have any of our certified crispy uh, stickers, you know how big those are, and that's going to be the new this week design in a holographic format. So. That is uh, really cool. And uh, Quinn says to invoice him for the uh, top tier. Uh, Quinn, you actually have to go on Patreon and do it through there. And that way it'll it'll register that we have a Patreon. And it'll also uh, help us be able to send those out as we get people in. So thank what you for supporting it? us, Quinn. Great guy. Why is he, um, Quinn's, why is he telling me that? Oh, well, my name is Zach. Too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, New this uh, this week on stream, uh, we're doing a uh, extended stream of the uh, Dungeons and Dragons Live and Let Die stream. We did a short thirty minute uh, catch up stream last Saturday uh, because we kind of fucked things up on uh, on yeah, the stream we, before. <laughs> we really took that show to a different yeah. direction. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about D and D, man. Like, oh, y'all started playing. Yeah, yeah, we started on playing because of the uh, the uh, yeah on streamer because of Corona. We've been wanting to play, and we found this great dungeon master out in Washington, uh, Cody and Devin Silva, really good guys. And uh, so uh, Dean's sister joins us, and we're a party of four. Uh, real quick, it says, uh, "Is that the mask top left, Zach?" I'm not sure who that question's for. There's lots of Zachs in this chat. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's the mask and uh, Stanley Ipkiss in his. Pajamas. Yeah. So a few people in the in the comments are asking for the Patreon. We'll drop it on Ox uh, here in a little bit. I just wanted to wait till the show to drop it so we can oh, land yeah. a rationale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also uh, on Only Fools and Collecting, which is recording not this Thursday but next Thursday, uh, they're having uh, Geek underscore underscore Girl underscore Art. She uh, Louise Townend uh, Townend. Excuse me. Uh, she is an artist, and she's going to come on their show and talk about some of her artwork. So, oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to cycle through some of these uh, art pieces here. And she's also going to do a giveaway for Only Fools and Collecting. And you have to watch their live show. It's going to be about 3.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, which is 9.30 p.m. in the U.K. Uh, so these are some of her amazing pieces of art. Again, geek uh, underscore underscore girl underscore art. And uh, these are really good. And this is what the giveaway is going to be. It's a uh, uh, comic books. They, t- they sometimes come out with blank covers. And she did this uh, Yoda on Dagobah uh, That's not drawing. Bad. And That's this is sweet. really good. So if you want to win that, check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe. It's going to be, like I said, uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday uh, live. So really excited to uh, have her come on the show. I know Ian and Pete are going to be plugging it um, all this week on Ox and Next. So uh, it is a free giveaway. All you have to do is watch it live uh, for a chance to win. How uh, how's the podcast coming? Uh, their podcast or ours? Yeah, uh, like yours. The one really that you... good, really good. We we have uh, obviously we expanded into Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I have my hobbying show, The Joy of Hobbying. Uh, Ian and Pete in the UK run Only Fools and Collecting, and they are killing it. I think they're almost on their seventeenth episode. 
Uh, Manny uh, started his show Creeps or Us. Uh, I know with Corona, he's been working like 8 million hour work weeks. So uh, his episode two is coming out soon along with Wookiee of the Year. And yeah. then Small Talk right now, they're on a little bit of a hiatus. Dylan's moving into a house. And so they're not able to record until he's got like the everything set up in his yeah. uh, office or whatever. It's such a good outlet, man. You can like you can it really uh, is. You can do so many different things. You can get into comp- deep conversations and, and like there's just the podcasting thing. Obviously, when we started it, I, I knew that it was just it, it's going to be the one of the main ways that people ingest content. Um, yeah. I'm really thinking about. I, 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 I'm in the works to try and cut a deal to to, to get another one going. Uh, I'm just waiting to sign a partner. Yeah, yeah. I got, I, I got I got someone big too. Who I got someone big that's be funny. Yeah, the other day we did an ox after dark, and it, those are usually just kind of impromptu. And like, hey, are, are you busy? No, I'm not. You want to get on there and talk? And. Dude, we talked for like four hours. It was yeah. it was like a long ass stream, and I was like, Holy yeah, and we shit. had like five or six people join us live. It was really nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, like you said, it's a really good outlet, and um, I think the culture too is just really good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that really enjoy this type of content, and so the groups like you know we're friends with Brian, Chris, and TC from Six Scale Scavengers, and I mean they have such a great group of listeners. Didn't they? And, they uh, didn't they break up? No, 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 no. They're they're oh. doing very well. Um, and then you know, there's there's just a bunch of good shows out there. And yeah. um, you know, I mentioned this on last episode, but I mean, there's just so many good outlets for people to uh, to enjoy this content. And I just I just think it's a really a really good thing for the hobby because uh, Dean made a really good point. But you know, we could have a show, and you could have a show, and uh, Six Scale Scavengers could have a show, and all three shows could be totally different, talking about the same figure. Yeah, uh, and I think that's important. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. obviously have a, a different background. Uh, you do a lot of business. You understand a lot of the ins and outs of production. Yeah, so it's a completely I different. I don't, so, and I'm usually super negative about everything. So, uh, and and Brian and Chris tend to be very glass half full kind of people, uh, and it's just it's just great. So, yeah, no, I, I really, man, I really enjoyed. it. I mean, obviously, editing wasn't 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 fun, but a lot of people, especially now, a lot of you know, because I'm kind of getting tossed under the bus as the scapegoat as to why. You know, we, we kind of, kind of had attitudes. It was like, man, that wasn't. You know, I wasn't the one that had all the issues. But the uh, the podcast, what we did is is it, 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 we told a story. You know, it, it it wasn't just oh, this figure came out, and you know, we told a story. I mean, we had things, we had jokes running throughout the entire you know series, and and it was just really really fun thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kevin says, Dak, I'm doing an episode with you when I get everything set up. Don't know what episode we're doing, but we're doing one. Manny says, Dean and I broke up. Uh, Kevin says, I love listening to podcasts while I'm working. Uh, it is kind of motivating. And up on the screen, I was able to pull up the uh, New This Week Chrome sticker. So Thanks for our Patreon Chris. tier, it is a full-size Chrome New This Week sticker. Dean made the design. Uh, Seth ordered the stickers. And uh, we have, uh, I think we have 50 of these ready to go. So big shout out to uh, to everyone who's going to eventually uh, support the podcast on Patreon. Uh, and I mean, $5, like it takes, you know, about a dollar to order the sticker, you know, 50 cents to mail it and then the time to get everything done. So uh, oh, yeah. it's not that's like we're raking in it. the dough for you know five bucks. It's a money pit. That's why I had to go start selling those damn cleaning kits. Yep. Yep. No, I never I, got I, 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 up today. I, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I probably lost money doing that shit. 
Yeah. They're pretty legit, though, man. Don't lie. Don't lie. Dude, like very them. nice. You still owe me a, uh, a microfiber cloth, though. What a guy. Mario oh, signed true. up for the Patreon. What a guy. What a guy. Mario, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, pretty much it for this week's show. Big shout out to Brian, Chris, TC, Six Scale Scavengers. Shout out to Ian, Pete, uh, for just killing it. I mean, this is their first interview ever uh i think no actually this is their second but i told them that uh you know we're gonna have a lady on the show they need to to be on their best behavior and they agreed that they would be uh big shout out to uh geek girl art for supplying the uh the giveaway for that uh next stream uh zach big shout out to you for coming on did you want to plug your channels uh i know you obviously have a pin patrol and do you still upload to the uh, king zachary v channel yeah, I kind of started putting up some of the older videos because I, I kept getting uh, asked like, hey, where where was this video? And it was like a video of me trying to – one example is me like I removed the stain from like a, one of the shirts and, and someone needed the video. And it's like that's what that, that's one of the things that kind of got – that kind of annoyed me. It's like, man, that shit was you know obviously helpful. So it's, I'm starting to upload all of those tips and, and stuff. But uh, right now I'm, I'm running hard on, on that, that pin patrol stuff because once star Wars starts, once they start dropping the star Wars pins, it's going to take off. Uh, yeah, I agree. So yeah. I, I mean, I'd imagine everyone that's watching here, but I'm sure is already subscribed. Yeah. That's a huge license. Uh, I was on their website, I think two days ago. Yeah. And, uh, I was just looking through all the stuff cause I was, I was hoping they would make some final fantasy ones. I, I I mean literally, I, if y'all when y'all interview them, tell them they'll they'll look into it, dude. Yeah, and um, that's actually not a bad idea. Um, and I was looking at all the the properties, and I saw Star Wars, and I was like, I don't remember seeing any Star Wars fig pins. I feel like I would own one by now. Yeah. And I clicked on it, and I was like, Oh, it's new. It hasn't even been shown yet. I was like, Holy yeah. shit, that's gonna be huge. <laughs> Pull up Quinn's comment. Uh, that he made. Quinn says, King Zachary, V and I are going 90 Day Fiance figure edition where you find a prospective buyer and you and the buyer get together and feel each other out on whether the figure is worth the money being buying. I guess. Oh, okay, so, there's a story behind it. Really quick, I'll tell it. Uh, he just made you to... laugh, by the way. Yeah, no, I, I I already called it to Quinn. He made me laugh earlier. I, I just <laughs> forgot. Uh, I, we, we were messaging each other on Facebook one afternoon and, and it just, I don't know how it even got bought up and I I was like, man, I'm watching this video. It's like 90 day fiance. Oh, we're talking about the Philippines. I was like, I, I've been watching this show and it's this guy and he's dude, like really Ed? short and he has Ed, no neck Ed. And, and yeah, dude, big Ed. Uh, we started talking about it and I sent him some videos and dude, he got addicted. And so like that entire I can't afternoon. Stop watching. Zach, dude, I can't it, stop watching. Exactly. Because like, so Quinn said the same thing. Dude, the guy's an <laughs> asshole. He has this beautiful young um, Philip. Philippine, Filipino woman. I don't know. Filipino, Filipino woman, and uh, he just treats her like shit. I mean, every episode is just another dumb fucking thing. I can't believe it. Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, I know I'm fucking gross, but can you shave your legs, please? Hey, I know I'm fucking gross, but here's uh, some Crest toothpaste and some mouthwash. Hey, uh, uh, I know I'm a fucking disgusting piece of shit, but uh, can you uh, get an STD test for me? Damn it, Zach. I was in the perfect soundbite to have of Dean as my ringtone. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Oh, man. No, I'm not going to. You can't get it. natural. But, okay, but the thing about that is, like, I, I, 
it's his safety. Everyone on the internet was bashing him. I was like, dude, it's his right to, to, to like, yeah, but it, that is his right. Yes. But he also didn't tell her before he went over there. He knew she wanted two kids and he was planning the vasectomy appointments. That is not being a good partner. She's not being a good partner. She doesn't love the dude. Like I got, I have personal, I have personal issues with the whole, uh, Oh, I'm a fake, you know, fake be your friend and all of that. And it's like, dude, you're not fooling anyone. But, but I mean, it's not like he. Well, I mean, I guess you're but right. That is a, that, well, that's a good that's point. The though, arrangement, you... If that's the arrangement, like, hey, I'm gonna get you a visa. Wash your fucking mouth. Like, I guess. But it's, you're it's, not it's wrong. Not the arrangement. It's 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 unsung. It's like they, you know, she's lying about like like the. There's no arrangement. That's the thing. But like you said, I mean, also at the end of the day, he is short and half his no neck. So even though like there's only so much money can do he's to make you attractive to females. If not older, because yeah, his daughter has the his hair. Yeah. His, his daughter's a babe. Have you seen pictures of her? Yes. No. Is is that his daughter or like his secretary that they? No, that's his daughter. I need to go check that out. Her name is Tiffany, I think. Okay, I need to go check. Yeah, yeah. Pewdie- PewDiePie did a whole video on him and the daughter, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's his daughter. Yeah, it's like because I started watching that like skits on the episode on Facebook, and then when me and Quinn started talking about it. I was like, okay, I need to, I need to watch this whole thing, dude. I su- straight up subscribed to TLC and watched that fucking shit five hours <laughs> back to back. Like, <laughs> and dude, you can ask, uh, like, like it, it was just, I was like, oh, dude, I was glued to the TV. Because some of the stupid shit that they were saying, and it's like one dude went all the way to Ukraine without like even talking. Yeah, Lana, to the girl. David, dude, he, oh my yeah. god, my god. Dude, that show's wild. I, I can't get over it. Who do you think's bigger, Big Ed or um, Dean? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Exotic. I don't know, man. Big Ed is. I mean, Joe Exotic. I mean, he's have like he's done like this. Like now, no one cares. Big Ed's all the rage. That's right. what the bu- you skipped. Big me Ed. Big Ed is the new fig pin. <laughs> yeah, where's the Big Ed fig pin? Yeah, that. Oh, I need. Dude, dude, we need the. Design. I appreciate that. I'm gonna drop that tomorrow. That's a good <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, but you, you skipped me about the whole like like the attention span of collectors. It's like that's a perfect example. Like uh, Tiger King was, <laughs> he was at the tippy top that I've ever seen anyone yeah. on the internet. And yeah. where is he? he's he's done? Like a week later. That's our attention span. Yeah. Did anybody ever watch that new episode that came out? I did. It. Well, I mean, it, it, I didn't it, watch it. Killed it. I think. Like it's like. Yeah, but Joe wasn't there, right? And like, like, uh, like Jeff Lowe sitting there with his girlfriend, and like, like was trying to bash Joe Exotic, like saying, like, we went into his attic, and man, the stuff we found, we found all kind of whips and ropes, and it was just atrocious. It's like, first of all, you have like three girlfriends on top of your wife, like that's just as odd as having. Yeah whips and handcuffs like shit man i got that shit tsc says who won the joker head uh quinn 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 needs to stop entering our competitions he wins them all yeah quinn you won a competition last week you didn't even message me i don't even know if i want to give it to you you didn't get it you have a week my heart you have a week to claim it he didn't claim it oh my god that's the rule quinn you hurt my heart quinn Anyways, guys, I don't even remember show. what the giveaway was. It's for the icon. Oh my god, Quinn, you son of a bitch. 
Great show, guys. Zach, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Zach, what an angel, dude. What a guy. Great show. Came in on time. uh, Gave an excellent ruling about Dean screaming at me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it could have been a better ruling. Frankly, the best ruling I've ever heard. Yeah. And and as a result, Dean, I'm not going to speak to you for like at least three weeks. What? Go ask, go, go, ask your boy, go ask your boy, Lord uh, Gregory. Go ask your boy, Lord Gregory, what's up? The snitch, man. Uh, Greg I, I, yeah, yeah he's not in the chat. He's not in the chat. <laughs> he knows better than that, man. No, he got banned. He can't. Wait, for real? On Facebook, yeah. Yeah, he got He got. He got, he got sucked. He got sucked. <laughs> Wait, how, why? Dude, he posted I, a gif of this person jumping into a bed, and I guess he just posts too many stupid gifs all the time, and Facebook banned him. Oh! Oh, he's in Facebook jail. Yeah. yeah. Facebook. Okay, that makes sense. That's why I haven't seen him around. Because, man, he comes in, he, he just drops, like, comments, and, and it's like. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the gif he posted was so innocent. I was like, why did you get banned over that? He's like, yeah, I'd like to know, too. It was the guy climbing under the mattress of a bed. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. It's like, like, like. It just, you know, you know how it is, we, we guys, you know, you, you're hanging out, talking with your boys. And uh, you know, you're just talking like 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 with your boys, and it's like, man, you don't. It's not like you're gonna you're just gonna call someone Tag. like like the dude's boyfriend or girlfriend up and be like, hey, Tag this her. is the, yeah, like, like oh. oh, that's right, yeah. Oh shit, that's hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious, but it's funny. No, it really is funny. I think Dude, we almost bad. had a major key moment on the show. My God, I thought we were gonna get super derailed. Oh, with the... earlier when your boy chimed in. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, he's probably been listening, man. I, I, I like he knows he's got a problem with people saying anything about him. I don't know. Like, yeah. Shut shut him down real quick though. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Zachary, the Ohio State. King Zachary from the Ohio State University. Catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.